The EHF Euro 2024 has started with an amazing spectacle and a terrible game. Welcome to the Unformed Handball Hour. It's Alex Kudash here, joined by Chris O'Reilly. How are you doing, Chris? Did you enjoy the spectacle, at least? I enjoyed the spectacle a little bit, but I was so focused on the game. I was hyped for a Switzerland game like I've never <laughs> been hyped for a Switzerland game before in my life. And, you know, there there were people there watching it with me, friends of the podcast, Marcio Menino, Courtney Gain, Eric Willemson. They could all attest to it. I was like ready to go. I was like, come on, there's a shock on the cards here. I want to see, I want to see some nervy Germans. But, uh, well, there was only a bunch of nervy Swissmen in the end. <laughs> it was an absolute disaster of a performance from the Swiss. I don't like they're not that bad. They're not that bad. But today they were that bad. Yeah, they're probably not 27-14 bad. Mm. They're absolutely not um that bad. But you know, this isn't a Swiss team that's done anything at any stage over the last couple of years. You know, they have losses mm. against Austria, Portugal, Tunisia in the last year. It's not it's not a real challenger as much as we all wanted them to be. And, you know, we had this vision of Andy Schmidt just lighting it up in front of 35,000 German fans. But of course, Andy Schmidt is 40 years old. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know about you, Chris. I'm not 40 yet, but uh, I, I'm not probably I. feeling... Uh, <laughs> I'm not, not feeling like I could take on this German team. And I think... You know, a lot of the discussion before the tournament was whether Germany would uh, crumple under pressure, and they absolutely didn't. They they really rose to the occasion. Uh, they, you know, Andy Wolf, of course, was the absolute superstar of that game. 16 saves, uh, 58, no, 62% um, at the end of the game. So 16 saves out of 23 shots. And a lot of them were like point-blank saves. This is Switzerland's... Switzerland breaking through and scoring and as we've seen in so many times with Andy Wolf when he is in form he just absolutely deflates the other team yeah he just you know that they completely collapsed and um yeah that that was the the story and at the start for Germany I think their attack wasn't really firing and I think it wasn't it didn't fire their set attack wasn't too good in the whole um, game, they really managed to win the game with their goalkeeper defense and fast breaks, where they really made that gap in the second half. It's still, you know, they didn't need it to fire. Essentially, no. they they were very comfortable. I like that. That opening ten minutes was was crucial for Andy Wolf to set the tone because, as you said, the attack wasn't firing, and um, it felt like there were three attacks where Yuri Knorr either missed chances or made a mistake, and it was like. 
Oh, if there was a German who was looking maybe a little bit nerv- nervous at the beginning, it was Yuri Knorr. He wasn't, wasn't quite on form at the beginning, but didn't matter because even though the Swiss were creating chances, a clean breakthrough opportunities, uh, Andy Wolf just shut them down and really that that just saw them crumble. And, um, you know, it wasn't that bad at halftime, 13-8, and uh, they were 4-5 or five down around a 40-minute mark, but a 17-minute period without a goal in that second half for Switzerland, which uh, sees them tie the record for the least goals scored at a European Championship for men. That record previously held by Hungary, uh, 2016, uh, losing 22-14 against Sweden, and Croatia losing to Russia in 1998, 29-14. That uh, fact brought to us by Fabian Koch on Twitter. But yeah, I, I loved your tweet on the Handball Hour account. German fans were worried that Switzerland might ruin the party by beating them, when actually they ruined the party by being absolutely terrible. <laughs> but but what a party it was. But it was a party still. It was a party. I, I a think party. the... I think it was a success, and we must mention that uh, we did want to get Brian on this podcast for this chat, and hopefully, through the magic of podcasting, he yes. might end up at the end of this yes. podcast at some stage. <laughs> um, but he was busy sprinting around the arena, and I think uh, many of you, if you watched closely, you would have seen him on the court <laughs> quite a lot uh, beside the benches, so he got a lot of airtime, but it didn't quite uh, have the energy to make it to this part of the podcast. We, we'll, we'll get the reaction from him. But from from the outside, I, I would call it an absolute success. It was a new world record, 53,586,000 fans in an arena, which is an absolute bonkers thing to pull off when you really think about it. This is a single handball game. You know, there's tournaments two games. that have there happened. Was, there was in France versus uh, two games. Macedonia. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, and I do, it is funny, technically, technically, does the France-Macedonia game go down in the record books? As the second? No, the, well, I don't think there was... Because it was the first game played. <laughs> maybe the second highest. But the tickets are sold. The tickets are sold. Ah, yeah, but that doesn't mean attendance. <laughs> ah, doesn't mean attendance. You have to get the bums on the seats for it to be... I know. I mean, we, can all, we can all sell tickets or something. Uh, ever heard of Fire Festival, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully this wasn't a fire festival no. uh it it wasn't an empty arena it was completely full at the moment um when it completely packed out and the national anthems the teams came out and the german national anthem was played was you know it just looked so dramatic it looked like all the fans were enjoying themselves having a big party as Bjorn mentioned in our preview podcast, I think there's a big after party mm. right now, which uh, I think would be really fun to attend. Maybe that's why Brian can't join us. <laughs> it could be. Could be. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's it's really only in Germany where you, you could do this. Um, the fan support for handball and the popularity of handball in Germany has continued to rise uh, over the next while. And this is really kind of capitalizing on the traction that handball has in germany this whole tournament um and i think just well done um i i heard a lot of people before the game say you know it's kind of what's the point you're not gonna see anything from a game and then when you see the pictures of the arena 
And seeing as this is a special Patreon episode, that's all you're gonna get from this episode, unless you join us on patreon.com forward slash handball hour for the full episode here, as well as more exclusive episodes throughout the championship and bonus content on top of that. Until the next time, where we'll have a full episode for everyone. Take care and goodbye.